2: Are you ready? Hardwick. Dominate every player. Needs you. And Richards.
3: We're going to hit some calisthenics on the next time that we're off the air. Yeah. It's the 80s. Woo. We are flipping the script here on Wednesday. Why are you crying? That was <laughs> not sure what happened there.
4: It's time to go. Let's go. I'm always down for
2: something new. Now, here's Nick and Judson.
3: Rocky long-ass football coach joins us in 15 minutes. How's the opening week been? Does he agree with Josh Rosen? Are football and academics just, they're not compatible? Do you agree? Hit it, Judd. One One big question. We got too much to say to Josh Rosen to waste any time lollygagging here. Tom's on the phone. Tom wants to get to this. We ain't going to get to him yet. Our question is, Josh Rosen came out in a Bleacher Report article that came out yesterday. Josh Rosen basically is saying that football and academics are just not compatible. They don't work. Scheduling doesn't work. It's too
5: hard, too yeah, time-consuming. Uh,
3: this is what he says, and he, he began like
5: he's Rich Ornberger. He said, look... Football and school don't go together. Don't at me, bro. Trying to do, he said they just don't. Trying to do both is like trying to do two full-time jobs. There are guys who have no business being in school, but they're here because this is the path to the NFL. There's no other way.
3: Cry me, cry me. (laughs) Cry me a river. (laughs) Cry me a river. What a complainer. What a complainer. This kid, This, this drives me wild. I don't even know where to start with this. We'll start with this. What what is the education system as it is right now? It's basically a holding pattern for kids that are eighteen years old who are not yet adults who cross this imaginary barrier. Eighteen, you graduate high school, yay! You're an adult. No, you no, you're not. You've never paid your own bills. You've never gotten up on time and set your own alarm. It's a soft open to adulthood. You've never fed yourself. This is basically an agreed upon boarding school for most kids who are trying to find some sense of direction in life. Parents are paying thirty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000, send their kids off to school so they can find themselves for four or five years, learn how to socially navigate, learn what interests them, fuel their passion, continue with the learning. Because really, there's only like five things that you go to work, go to school, and then you're ready for the workforce. Five things is lawyer, doctor, accounting. Engineering, perhaps journalism. You can leave with the skills that you go right away into the workforce and yep. Off you go. Right. So Josh Rosen saying these guys are ill prepared once they leave college because they have to spend too much time with football to prepare themselves for the workforce, two full-time it's jobs, just too hard. Most regular kids go to school and are ill prepared for the workforce when they leave a higher education center. Not many people know exactly what they're going to do when they leave, and they've got a plan in place there's a lot of floundering that goes along, sure after you graduate college still trying to find yourself still trying to find what some, you want to do with some your sense life. of yeah. passion and then what's what's the system it's just this agreed upon system that we've got with football and with education where football feeds the academics to take care of our kids it's a great tax system really it's kind of a great way that football. The programs raise money for the academics to fund the teachers, to fund the buildings, to fund it all. And Josh Rosen saying it's just too hard, Judd. They're not compatible. He also said no
5: one in their right mind should have a football player's schedule and go to school. It's not that some players shouldn't be in school. It's just that universities should help them more instead of just finding ways to keep them eligible. I
3: do agree they should help them more. They should help them more once they're done with football. Once they're done with their football career, I do believe they need workers' compensation for the injuries sustained while they were playing. That just seems like a right that most Americans have agreed that if you get hurt on in the workforce, then you get taken care of. If you no,
5: beat up your body for a university, there should be compensation
3: for that. There's no workers' compensation right. for an athlete at college. I believe there should be maybe a couple years of medical taken care of afterwards it's not really too much to ask and if a kid wants to come back maybe get his master's degree or if he didn't completely graduate in the time that he played football put his butt in a seat put his butt in a seat it doesn't cost you anything to put him into a auditorium with 300 other kids i agree with that let's see what tom's got to say tom what's your take on josh rosen
2: Hey, man, what it is, I think uh, this is just another person like society always trying to make things easy. You You had to do it, Nate, and many other athletes did it before. So they're just trying to make a come up with this thing. Well, they're so special that you know they can't do that. No, that's what life is. That's get them ready for life to be able to go past adversities and achieve what they need to achieve. So Amen. they can go. You know that, that, that's garbage, and and they need that so they like you said so they can develop. Because if they went straight into the real uh, NFL or the NHL or even major baseball, they'll get ate up, and they, that's why they go to do a. Formers and having drugs early because their bodies can 't handle the poundage that they will
3: take hey, thank you for that, Tom. Yeah, talk about making it easy, making it easy, make the path easier so we can all just find a way to win. You know what I think Josh Rosen has seriously, I think he 's got rich kid guilt i don 't think he 's complaining for himself. Because he can handle it. He's an econ major, wants to get his MBA. He's got big ideas. I believe his great-great-grandfather started the Wharton School of Business at UPenn. Dad's one of the top surgeons in the country. Was actually up for the surgeon general position under the wow. Obama administration. Mom's a journalist, so real academic-like. And this kid's going to do good on all the success that his family had built for him and he just stepped in. He's blessed with great athleticism. He just stepped in and he got lucky and he feels bad about it. And these kids that are working with him at UCLA, they didn't come from the same set of circumstances. School's not that easy for him. Athletics aren't that easy for him. Learning the playbook's not that easy for him. But the thing Josh Rosen is failing to grab here is that not everybody can win. Not everybody deserves to win. It's not... Not everybody gets the same. You work for what you get. Success is hard. You get an opportunity. Some of these kids would have in no way ever been at UCLA or USC or Utah State, for that matter, if it weren't for football. They wouldn't have been admitted. They had a little checkbox up at the top of their admission package that says they're an athlete. Please let this kid in. SAT, ACT scores too low. Didn't really have great academics. But yeah, go ahead and let him in because the football program needs it. So everybody then gets on an equal playing field. You get an opportunity. What are you going to do with the opportunity? Are you just going to just cry about how hard it is? Or are you going to get down to work and start making some of yourselves? Not everybody can be a success. It's hard. It's hard to be a winner.
5: Josh also says trying to do both is like trying to do two full-time jobs. Does Josh realize that there are people that have full-time jobs that also are full-time students? Plenty of people. You know what? Also, those full-time students and full-time workers don't have scholarships. They're paying to go to school and have to work full time because of it. Do you know how much I would love to not have school loans? How about walk ons?
3: How about his sure. walk on teammates right. that are paying to play football and go to school? Full time. And they've got no chance to be in the National Football League. This kid's completely missing the boat. He thinks he's smarter in the whole room. He's got to change the system. The system's flawed. We're going to expose it. It's a fraud. University's making all this money. What about us? What about the kids? Screw you, kid! The thing More about Carter. Josh, too, the thing
5: about Josh is that you said he he comes from very, very educated people. But he, he talks about his teammates saying there are guys who have no business being in school, but they're here because this is the path to the NFL. There's no other way. Well, a lot of times another way to have a nice life is if you take your education seriously. If you have some interest in actually getting your education and getting your degree. Do you know if you go to Ohio State University... I mean, did you know that a lot of those athletes, they fall into some really great jobs because they played football? Oh, yeah. But they probably have to take their education in some way, case or form, seriously.
3: Yeah, don't put it off on somebody else because you weren't willing to grab the opportunity that was presented in front of you. And then years down the line, you're destitute and you're like, well, if I didn't have to play college football, then I would have been able to focus on my academics. Well, if you didn't play college football, dummy. You wouldn't have been at that institution to even have the opportunity to get the academics. You're missing the boat, Josh Rosen. You're missing the boat. Your rich guilt is killing you.
5: And the thing is, Josh, I mean, how many of Josh's teammates are going to make enough money in the NFL to cruise the rest of their life? He will. He will. He will. He's the only one. That's it. And he feels bad about it. And he's the one talking about education doesn't matter. Yet he's the one that really doesn't need education because of how much money he's about to make and probably a top five player in the draft and how much money his family probably has
3: already made. This this just drives me wild. There's a right guard for the Kansas City Chiefs. And I know people go, this isn't an anomaly, Nick. This is an anomaly. But it, it just is a testament to if you care badly enough about your future and your success, you can get the damn job. Ju- hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a
5: bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So
3: join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm done. Laurent Duvarney Tardif. He's the right guard. He's a Frenchie.
5: Well done. He's a French Canadian. Great job. You're an educated How about
3: man. it? I live with a Canadian. That was good. So, so we go over Are a you French Canadian? I am not French Canadian. You said I'm, it. American. You said that name like you were I'm American. <laughs> that you are. Loren Duvarney Tardif. Just signed a $40 million contract extension with the Chiefs. What did he do? Tuesday, he went back to med school at at McGill University in Quebec. You can do multiple things, Josh. This guy's in med school. He's going to be an orthopedic surgeon. He's playing in the National Football League. He's not playing college football. He doesn't have endless time on his hands to sit around and play Mario Kart down in the basement with a keg of beer or sit in an inflatable pool in your, in your living house. room.
5: In it, yes, I shared that. A Quit acting like you don't
3: have time on your hands to be successful, Josh. There's plenty of times if you want to. My grades fell off when I walked onto the football team because I didn't care enough about academics. Before I walked on, I cared. When I realized I had an opportunity to be in the NFL, I stopped caring about my academics. That's why my grades fell off. So that's kind of big- what Josh is saying here, right? I mean, you're admitting to exactly what he's talking about a little bit. But it wasn't because I didn't have enough time in the day to be successful. It's because I didn't care. It's because I didn't give a crap about academics because I found what I was going to do, and I put myself in. But into you finish it. your degree, right? I did finish my okay. degree. You can certainly get the job done. There's plenty of guys who get the job done. I played with a center who was an aerospace engineer out of University of Illinois, one of the top engineering schools in the country. He became a free agent center. He didn't have the athletic ability to do it. You know how much time engineering takes to complete a degree? That's hours. If you want something bad enough, you're willing to get three hours of sleep. Shut your mouth, Josh Rosen, rich kid. Is this where you tell us about all the? uh... That's generational wealth coming out right there is what that is? It's embarrassing. Is this where you tell us about all the astronauts that came out of Purdue making excuses? (laughs) Just making excuses for people who aren't willing to take over their own life. He knows how to take over his own life. This is a parent before they have kids. That everyone's going to be fair and we're all going to play nice. And then you have kids and you realize, I want my kid to win. How do we make a winner? That's what I want to know. Rocky Long's going to be joining us in just a moment. He's a winner. Two 11 win seasons. This guy's a winner. Coach Rocky Long, football coach, San Diego State Aztecs. How are you, sir?
2: I'm great. How are you guys doing?
3: Coach, I tell you what, we are awfully fired up today. Josh Rosen, Heisman Trophy candidate up at UCLA, had some comments that football and academics just aren't compatible. How do you see this? Are football and academics compatible, and how do you look at the opportunity to come to a university, play football, and get a degree?
2: Well, I don't, I don't have any idea how everybody else was raised, but uh, I probably have 75% of the guys on my team, and I was one of those guys that – If it wasn't for doing well in high school and being able to play a little bit, I'd have never had the chance to get a college education and never had the chance to play the great game of football. So I'm appreciative to that, and I know every player, or at least probably 95% of the players on our team are appreciative of it. And it's an opportunity that you're given. You get to play the game you love, and you get a college education. What else is better than that?
5: Not much, Rocky. How much time do you spend talking to your stu- your athletes about making sure they're students as well and taking schoolwork seriously?
2: Well, we, we obviously do it right before. Right now we're not doing it because we're not in school and we're worried about football, but as soon as the week before school starts, we, we meet with all of them individually and talk to them about it. And to be honest with you, we have a great academic uh, services department uh, here in the athletic department. and. As long as they have the right attitude, they, they can get any kind of help they need and they can get a degree. And The truth of the matter is after they're freshmen and get over the hump, uh, we don't have much problem with them. They They take care of most of it themselves, and if we have a problem child, he gets a little special extra treatment. <laughs> I think they do.
3: I like that. Hey, Coach, how's opening week of training camp been? And I, I have to ask, how many fights have there been? Are you a coach that encourages, maybe not outwardly, but inwardly, you grin a little every time the guys are getting in a scuffle?
2: Well, right now we haven't had any because we're in the uh, – and I don't agree with these rules either, but they don't ask me – We're doing nothing but practicing in just helmets, but today we get to put on the pads. So it might, the uh, intensity level and that might uh, increase a little bit this evening when we practice.
5: Rocky, do you feel the intensity go up even in yourself that first day of pads?
2: Well, I feel it in my belly, and and I know they feel it because last night uh, you could tell they knew pads were coming on today just in our our team meeting before they headed to dinner. You, You could tell they're ready for pads. They're tired of practicing without pads on.
3: It starts to stink a little bit in the room as the must starts flying a little bit. I know I'm fired up today about this Josh Rosen thing, and my armpits aren't smelling so good. (laughs) Can Can you feel that energy from the guys as they're starting to get antsy? They know the pads are coming on, and I guess you anticipate the first practice with pads being a touch sloppy.
2: You, you can you can feel it in the room. I mean, we meet with them every night before they head away from our complex here. We talk about it, and I talk about tomorrow or today now. We're just doing thud work. And so I, I want them to be physical, and I want them to thud up, but I don't want people on the ground. And you, you can just feel the tension in the room, like uh, the offensive guys are going, those defensive guys are going on the ground, and the defensive guys are going, well, those offensive guys are going on the ground. So we'll, we'll have to slow them down a little bit today, but they'll, they'll get used to it. And then when we put full pads Um, They obviously know everything's live.
5: Aztecs head football coach Rocky Long with us on Extra 1360 Fox Sports San Diego. September 2nd, they get started against UC Davis. Go Aztecs.com for tickets, and we will have that game right here on Extra 1360 Fox Sports San Diego. Rocky, you gave a great soundbite last week at the press conference, and we actually revisited it yesterday. You were asked about the question, which you've answered plenty of times, about how important it is for your program to beat Pac-12 programs. You have Arizona State and Stanford in week two and week three. If If you could, Share a bit of your message, whether it's what you want the media to know or even what you share with your players about how you don't see that it's necessary for you to be to Stanford for you to believe that you have a quality
1: program.
2: Well, I think we have a quality program already. I think it's been proven over the last five years. I mean, we've been to seven straight bowl games. Uh, we've uh, won the conference championship three out of the last five years so obviously we have a quality program now what we've done on our schedule is we've put opportunity games on there I mean, everybody likes to see us play. Supposedly, the big names or the big boys out there, and whenever you get them on your schedule, that is an opportunity for you to beat them. Uh, you can't beat them unless you play them. So we're, we have opportunity games when we play those kind of people. In opportunity games, so all we can do is help our program. We're not going to hurt it because no one expects us to beat them. And everybody that bets on the game that we're obviously going to be the underdogs, but we have a chance to beat them because we're playing them. And I think we're, quali- we're a quality team that has a chance to beat them. And then. If you're one of those guys that beats uh, name school like a Stanford, and they end up being in the top ten by the end of the year, you you get instant uh, national notoriety. What you get is instant credibility, and for some teams, that'll last ten years. There's a team in our league that beat Oklahoma in the festival. That was ten years ago. 10 years ago and then people are still acting like they're the class of our league well we dispute that we're the class in our league
3: oh that's what I'm talking about are you equating these opportunity games two bowl games late in the season but they just happen to be weeks two and three
2: I I honestly wish they were like week five and six because we got a young football team in and we're playing good enough to compete with those guys, but those youngsters will make a few mistakes early in the season that they won't make midseason. So if I had my druthers, we'd play those guys right in the middle of the year, but I don't have my druthers. That's the way it is, and we'll show up and we'll compete, and if the ball bounces right, we've got a chance to beat them.
3: Coach, I read recently in the Union Trib that the roster's basically set. Do you see it that way, or is there going to be spots for some competition?
2: well there's always spots for competition and sometimes you're shocked i mean you think you have a starter out there and somebody walks in that plays really really good and then the competition level rises but the biggest competition level we have on our team is in the offensive line we we have some really good young offensive linemen on our program uh, that need to mature obviously but they're going to be competing with each other daily so that'll, that'll make them all better but there's about six of them and they're competing for probably two starting spots in the offensive line and they're freshmen redshirt freshmen that haven't played before but they look the part and they're athletic and as long as we make them tough they'll be just fine.
5: Rocky do you believe you have the best running back in the country?
2: I do I, I do I, I thought we did last year and I, I think we do this year. I, I think he's you know, people don't realize how big he is. He's he's probably five foot eleven but he's two hundred and twenty pounds. We have to watch him putting on too much weight sometimes. He's probably the fastest guy on our team, he breaks arm tackle, he's a great guy too, he's a great team guy, he's a competitor, he catches the ball well out of the backfield. I was told by scouts, the NFL scouts, that if he'd have come out as a junior, he would have been the first guy picked off our team.
3: Wow, that's a statement now. Rocky Long, thanks for the time. Get back to work. Look forward to watching the boys.
2: I appreciate it, guys. Thanks a lot.
3: All right. Thank you, Coach. We Aztec some- football coach Rocky Long. We got some good stuff there. He, uh- He's American. <laughs> did, did you feel With Lucky Land
0: sluts, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
5: Like you got busted because I did because remember yesterday we talked about that Oklahoma game <laughs> and the Fiesta Bowl we were celebrating remember the Statue of Liberty and he and
3: it's like, said hey, oh, it was ten years ago you that's too. how it works though but those are those landmark games right? those are the landmark games I don't feel like I got caught I still well, think I those did. they've got to have a landmark game that they can look back on and then go look. This is it. That's your flag in the ground. And I whether got it was, caught because I didn't think it was ten years ago. <laughs> I was like, 2000s, damn, that was like two thousand ten years ago. And people still remember that one play. Yes. from that game. Oh yeah. Right. And then and you that, take them seriously from there on out. That's a real that dude program. And then
5: right after the game. Remember,
3: that's a real program. Dave hey? Johnson, I believe.
5: Look at you. I can't. Fact I don't know check why I know that. But the end of that soundbite was great from Rocky when he said... Get the phone. He said, we're the class. <laughs> when he said, we are the class He said, I like league. to
3: dispute that. We're I'd the like- class of our
5: league. I love Rocky. That dude is tough. <laughs> and he calls them opportunity games, right? They, they are. The, the, the Stanford's, Arizona State's, those are opportunity And
3: games. maybe part of that's because he's got a young roster. I bet if he went in with an older roster, he'd be like, we're winning these games. These aren't opportunities. These are we're all at stake well, I think here. Behind closed doors, it's probably something similar to that. I would bet so. Yeah. All right. Coming up, Chargers got a new video out. What do you make of it? No, boy. Is it on your timeline? I've got questions. Is it on your timeline? Of course it is. is that Justin thirteen sixty. I'm Matt and We're extra. Talk to you in a few. Coming up. Coming up Wednesday in the herd. The herd. Mike heads to Seattle to check in on the Seahawks camp live. Nick Wright and Chris Carter stop by. Is a Zeke Elliott
2: suspension imminent?
3: We get going in the herd at nine after Hardwick and Richard on Extra 1360 Foxport San Diego. Scraby with the Bosa Shrug. I saw you with the Bosa Shrug. He's like, stinking buttons. Steak Stupid buttons. buttons. They don't uh, they won't Stupid work. Stupid white pocket. Panic button. Bandit, you do. You got a white pocket. I do. I have it, a nice shirt on. I'm going to describe Scraby's shirt to you. You can see it at nine o'clock on Facebook Live. I can describe it in one word. Tilly's.
5: It is the most Tilly shirt of all time. What
3: is Tilly's? It's a clothing, I heard you clothing store. Say it. It's a clothing store. It is. Yeah. Okay. Come slum it with us. He's, Nick. he's got a black. <laughs> Sorry, we're
5: not at Nordys. Oh, get the heck
3: up out of here! I'm more of a Marshalls, TJ Maxx guy. That's true. Yeah, you got to okay. shop
5: the shop the sale rack. Tilly's is in the same family.
3: Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Okay, cool. So they get it from other people and then bring it when it's. Like when they're done with it at the big store, they bring no, it to Tilly's. No, I
5: think they make their own clothes, and the, hence the pocket. Hence, why I recognize immediately the the pocket that jumps out at you. I there. mean, there's like probably eight different variations of the same shirt, and it's mm-hmm. in a pile that says
3: two for forty or something. Probably would have been better if they you went with the gray pocket. It. I know. Then I it would have looked look like you're the wearing, wearing a black okay, shirt. you're sweating profusely. Are you sweating? I am sweating so bad. I am so oh, I'm looking musty at it for right the first time. Dude. It's really bad. I've got six
5: minutes of complaints about solely that shirt that Scraby wore today, the complaint department coming up at 745. It's too, too It is awful.
3: Joe West got in trouble for complaining. <laughs> yeah, I did. Old cowboy Joe. <laughs> he really did. That'd be a lot of fun. I can get in trouble for complaining about Josh Rosen. We're going to go back to it at 8 o'clock. Woo! I'll punch him in the mouth. Okay. I,
5: all right. I'm can, I, can we make this happen?
3: I'm kidding. Yeah, we could. I don't want to punch him in the mouth. Yeah, He's, he's just young, dumb. He needs to figure it out a little bit. Live a little life. We got to get Jim Mora Jr. on your mountain climbing buddy. We do. Yeah. Jim's right in the thick of it. He this really is a big is. year for Jim Mora. Big year. Yeah. They yeah. got to bounce back. Josh Rosen's got to bounce back. Had that shoulder injury last year. Time to get going. I do. I'm not mad at Josh. I'm mad at his train of thought. I'm mad. I'm mad at. I'm at, it, I'm not, I'm at his brain. But it's not just. It's not just Josh. It's like groupthink. This is the way people are thinking now. So we got to solve all these problems. Too many outs. Are you either a solver or are you a doer? Are you the one who's gonna fix everything? Just gonna fix it. I see the flaws. There's frauds everywhere. So just. Operating the system, everybody sees the weaknesses of college football and academics. Can you just play ball? All right, let's go.
5: Chargers have a new a marketing campaign, a new marketing video, and they obviously tapped a lot into their players' social media. Uh, I saw it on Denzel Perriman. I saw it on Keenan Allen. I Hunter saw Henry. it on Melvin Gordon. I saw it on Heller Henry. And it's all about if you've got questions. This is what the video sounded like. I haven't
3: like. been sil- sent my clip yet. You haven't been asked to send it out yet? I haven't been sent mine. Well, send it to me. You're on the outs. Come on. San
4: Diego Chargers are now the Los Angeles Chargers.
0: They've got to get out there and prove themselves.
4: What are you going to do to make us Chargers fans? I see how hard you guys work. You got any training tips? I put my heart and soul into my work.
2: Did you put your heart and soul into yours? Is that it?
3: That was it? That was just the trailer right there. Yeah, there was. So it wasn't the whole production that they've got?
5: No, well, there was some other music bed under some other uh, video, but there just wasn't any other audio. The video is thirty seconds long. It's on my Twitter, Judson thirteen sixty. It has a lot. Sounds a lot like if you've got questions, we've got answers. And they actually put "We've got answers" on the date of their first game when the season began.
3: That's also thought, just the trailer. No, I actually, I, I really think because I know the story of this. They're doing a movie where they're going into L.A. and they're asking people if they have questions about the chargers hey we're here do you have questions for us who are you do you put your heart and soul into work and then they've got another side of that where they spent multiple days over at charger park producing a movie essentially is what they did and they're gonna answer them well i thought where where have i heard this before
2: Radio Shack, you've got questions, we've got
5: answers. <laughs> so, I I mean, I knew, I knew marketing-wise that I'd heard that before. It's a little bit of, I mean, that's what Melvin Gordon tweeted, Nick. It says, got, it says, you've got questions, we've
3: got answers. Didn't it say on Melvin Gordon's tweet, didn't it say 8-9? Eight, 8-9, nine, eight, nine, it's dropping. The date? Doesn't it say it's 8-9? That's today. I thought it said 8-9 on there. Oh, so the season's I've, begun. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it said right now, like... Today, they're going to drop them. So they're putting out little teases, and then I think they're saying, we've got questions. 8-9, right? Yeah. 8 so, nine seventeen. So today, I, I'm, assuming the whole, I'm assuming the whole movie is going to come out. Some how of it how was long kind is of, the movie, Nick? Some of it was kind of cool. I saw Denzel getting shot in the training room as they're kind of working on his ankle, and Denzel's got that, he's got that thing about him. I don't know how long the movie's going to be. I don't know how long this production's going to be. I just wish they'd play some games. I really wish they'd play some games. I'm looking; it's not up yet. And just get going.
5: I, I think so as well. You know, first of all, I think they're getting better in their marketing. This was better than the logo because the logo is maybe the worst thing I've ever seen. The the fi- the fight for L.A. was cheesy as well. This video, you could tell it, it's done really well. Just from a just from an optic standpoint, it's a well
3: made. Commercial, if you want to call it that. they had a movie production company come in tell. and do this from the outside. I was there a part of it one day, and there's 25 people running around.
5: They've got actors, I mean, you
3: could tell grips, these are actors, key grips, all of it. What's a key grip? Somebody who holds the microphone above everybody's okay. head. They got all really that. They had boxers, they had nothing. boxes. I don't think those were actors, I think those were people that they went in. Does it say paid advertisement? No, but it
5: doesn't have to say paid advertisement in commercials for you to know. I, I guess I just thought that the acting was good. Again, I thought that this was better. Like they're getting better. The, the thing I don't understand is, and the way that I look at this is the the questions part of it. Do you ever follow someone very attractive on Instagram? I look at it a little bit as like if nope. you if you <laughs> if you were to ask them out on their social media with someone who gets thousands and thousands of comments. What's up, girl? On the, exactly. Slide with, those DMs.
3: Exactly. What's up, girl? Hey, girl. Follow back. Follow back. Follow right. back. Got a message for you. Right.
5: I look at it like that because it's just not going to be seen. <laughs> Nobody has questions. Nobody in Los Angeles has questions. If you care about the Chargers, then you follow Melvin Gordon. So you already are a fan of the team. You see what this is. It's just going to be overlooked. They have to steal your attention not ask do
3: you have questions about us they may help ha- they may help though if if it bombs if it kind of bombs if people look at it and go what are they doing out there again then what's the conversation turns to it turns to the Los Angeles Chargers once again where all of right. the national attention goes what are they doing out there like it- minor league teams mocking them and it may be negative attention it's still attention. You still know there's a team in Los Angeles. They're still bringing eyeballs to them. The problem is it's, this isn't horrible. Like, they
5: should have made it horrible <laughs> for the, what you're talking about, for the should, national attention. Should have gone over the top in the other direction. Yeah. Don't people already know that the Chargers play NFL football? They do. I yeah, didn't. But, the, the, <laughs> <okay>. I didn't. <laughs> All
3: right. 2003, who? Well, that's true. I should have known Drew Brees. I just didn't follow the NFL.
5: They should have made it really bad. It should have been like with an iPhone, just wa- wandering around. Like The more <laughs> horrific, now I think you're on to something. If it were horrific, it would have gotten national attention. SportsCenter would have played More it.
3: eyeballs. Then everybody's going to the Chargers page, clicking on it. They're like, I'm going to follow this. I'm going to follow what they're doing because this is fun. But this, this is, is just this is mediocre. Funny. I mean, this is just like, okay. Even if it's on the other end, even if it's good. Then maybe it doesn't drive the eyeballs where people right. go, Oh, that's good. We're just, we'll, uh, we'll it's keep, like Jay Cutler. We'll everybody likes to pick
5: on him. Yeah, we're going to So he's going to be talked about constantly. Yes. They should have had a
3: bunch of people smoking in it. <laughs> Jay Cutler bringing eyeballs down to Miami. Exactly. How about those Patriots? Two planes, two freaking planes, two 767s, first team in the NFL. They got two. Two birds. Do you think they fly Nobody really else close even together? even has one.
5: They fly like when you watch the, uh, what's the what are they air called? Air Force Bl- One. Blue Angels. Yeah. And formation. Six. Oh, they have to. It's air
3: formation. <laughs> How many people do they have coming with them? Two 767s. That's what crazy an, amount what of money in right organization. There.
5: Well, Robert Kraft needs one for his girlfriend and the other for his side piece. Oh. So he keeps them separate.
3: This is it's his bat smart. phone. It's his bat phone. And then how's he get back to get some action on the <laughs> on the other plane? He says he stays. Oh it, no, you can't do that with Bob Kraft. He lost his wife last year. No, he lost her a couple years ago. And then remember, he got that very very
5: young girlfriend who was a struggling actress, and he was running lines with her, and it was one of the most embarrassing things I've ever seen. You know what I'm talking about? No. The running lines. No. Oh, it was genius. <laughs> now that was a bad video. That's. They shouldn't send out a video like that.
3: That's good campaign. That would have been epic. All right, let's go into the complaint department next on Extra.
5: Carmen here. P-Fox will be in again for Costa today. We're talking about the AFC West. If the Chargers are going to get to the top, who exactly are they going to leapfrog over? We'll discuss
2: on Extra 1360 Fox Sports, San Diego
3: you have complaints oh god another day of work why do we have to go out there and practice in the beautiful field we have answers
1: you you you
2: you you i'm out it's time to visit the complaint department did you see the memo about this
5: all right, the complaint department. You know, oftentimes, Sports Talk Radio, it can be a three-hour complaint department. Nick, we'll get back to uh, your favorite complaint department. That's talking about Josh Rose and comments he made, the UCLA quarterback, at 8 a.m. So Got we'll get back to that. Plenty of issues
3: for that. I well, get complaints for somebody else. That's right. Did he hurt his draft stock? That's a, That's an interesting that's where angle. I, that's where I would like to take it. Did he hurt his draft stock with this? What can you glean from Josh Rosen's comments about his personality right. that may or may not be beneficial for an NFL team? Because it's been questioned before. Like Josh Rosen
5: and the way that he is, the the man that he is, is there any chance that it could affect his draft stock? That isn't a new conversation, but it's brought to light yet again with his comments he made yesterday. Once
3: again, he's taking it over. Let's get into these phone calls. We don't get many phone calls for the complaint department. Big fan of this, which is surprising because if you want to line up, let's go 570-1360. We are ready for your complaints. DJ, you are up. Let's go, DJ. What's your complaint?
2: Oh my gosh, I wish the Chargers PR department would get it together. I get my brand new tickets and my parking tickets and my parking pass. Down on the lower right hand side it says you can get five, you can get in five hours early. To Qualcomm,
4: <laughs> <laughs> they can't even. They didn't even put StubHub on there. All they did was cut and paste, and it still says Qualcomm. Didn't they the right the DJ, did they give you the right tickets to the
3: StubHub DJ? They give you the right tickets to the StubHub Center. <laughs> Who knows what this PR department? Who knows?
5: DJ, is there any chance that you actually are parking at Qualcomm, and then you have to shuttle to the StubHub Center because they don't have enough parking spaces for you?
2: Absolutely not. Either I'm taking my ride or I ain't going.
3: You got to annex. Hey, thanks for the phone call, DJ. We appreciate that. Let's go to Patrick. See what Patrick's got to say. Patrick, you're up, buddy.
4: Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. Uh, So, Nick, this one's for you, man. Cool. Uh, I got to say, I've been noticing a lot lately there's been a lot of kind of L.A. love from you and a little bit, you know, you were one of the all-time great San Diego Chargers. I think one of everybody's uh, favorite San Diego Chargers of all time. Yeah. I think um, kind of at right now where a lot of San Diego Charger fans are is, you know, they're choosing between, you know, you're either now a San Diego fan or you're a Charger fan. And I But think there's definitely-
3: – Patrick, let me, let me ask you this. Is there a football team in San Diego right now?
4: No, there's not. But you know what? I think what there is is there's a lot of hate for Dean Spano, a man who kind of did the community dirty a little bit. And, you know, I think what I'm kind of seeing now is, especially with this move, they're starting to pimp out kind of a lot of players like you. You know, they got LT now as like a special advisor. And, you know, they have Phillips, you know, saying all these things. Like, I think fans are coming around. When, you know, that's really not true, I don't think. Maybe some fans are.
3: That's maybe your perspective. Let me ask you this, Patrick. What's your passion in life? What gets you going? What would you do anything to be a part of? Uh,
4: well, I'm a student studying biology, so I'll go ahead and say that.
3: Okay, so what, what would you do anything for? What kind of job would you do anything for? Uh, a job in medicine. A job in medicine. What if your job, you had a great gig in San Diego, and then your job just happened to relocate to Orange County, but it was your job now. That was your passion. What okay, if your job relocated to Orange County? Would you go partake in that job?
4: Yeah, or are you going to be a San
3: was, Diego guy?
4: That's what I was going to say. You know, I understand you got to make decisions for yourself, and you know, you can't, you know, worry about other things when you have, you know, your career, your family, things like that to make decisions of. You know, I can't blame you for that at all. But, you know, I hope, you know, and you guys were given, you guys were talking a little, not smack, but you guys were talking about how, you know, LT in his uh, Hall of Fame speech, you know, you thought he wasn't going to mention Dean Spanos after the way he had, you know, mistreated him whenever it was in 2009 with the Jets and all oh, that. Oh, that
3: was the Cannons. That wasn't Hardwick no, no, no. and Richards.
4: All right, well, you know, that's a fair point still that they made. And, you know, I'm just saying as a, you know, a San Diego Charger fan and you being one of my San- favorite San Diego Chargers, I hope there's a point where Dean Santos comes up to you and tries to pimp you out like he has kind of some of these other guys and, you you know, you tell you you got San Diego's back on this one.
3: Hey, look, I love all San Diego Charger fans. I'm thankful for my time in San Diego. But my passion is football, professional football. My passion, the team I broke my neck for, Was the Chargers. They're no longer here. I still want to be a part of Charger football. I still want to watch intimately, up close, and personal. The guy that I protected for a long time, Philip Rivers, I've got the opportunity to do that. It just so happens I live in San Diego. My kids go to school here. I've lived here for 14 years and I got to work a little harder now to go up the road. Is it fun traveling? Is it fun to go up the road two hours to Costa Mesa and back multiple times every week? Not, not really. Is it something that I really want to be doing in my, in the car? Do I want to spend time? No, but am I willing to do it, to be a part of an NFL football team, to take part in watching Philip Rivers in the end of his career, to be able to call a game where Antonio Gates catches his 112th touchdown yep. reception, breaks the all-time mark? That's what you do it for. You do it for passion. So find some passion. That's what I'd recommend, and then follow that passion, and you're probably likely to find some success.
5: 570-1360, you've got questions, we've got answers. <laughs> Radio chef <Shack. laughs> and the Chargers <laughs> Hey, I did get this complaint Our
3: complaint department sounds similar too You've got complaints, we've got answers
5: That's fine, yeah, that's really what the complaint department is all about It's our it's our chance, it's, it gives you a platform It also gives us a chance to respond Like this email came in from Dave And we've addressed my pinned tweet On Twitter, by the way where I've ridiculous tweet, it's 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 brilliant, <laughs> it's going Cutler. to be brilliant about uh, nine months from now. I said,
4: <laughs>
5: Cut, Cutler goes to the playoffs. I like this one from Dave. Dave says, Judson, I saw your pin tweet, delete your account, quit your job, move back in with mom, and reevaluate your career choices. <laughs> Hashtag blocked,
3: muted, and unfollowed. Really? After he put all that effort into that? <laughs> right, all put all effort. that effort into that, and he's going to block, mute, and unfollow you.
5: No. Jay Cutler goes to the playoffs. Ryan Tannehill is supposed <laughs> to have the most offensive weapons he's ever had in his NFL career, and Jay Cutler's a better quarterback than Ryan Tannehill. And by the way, Adam Gase, Adam Gase knows how to manipulate Jay Cutler. You just wait and see, Nick. The Can't fans are going to face. the playoffs. Week two. Hey, I forgot. Speaking of you doing football games... Speaking of you doing football games, you're going to get to call Jake Cutler versus the Chargers. Jake Cutler, Philip
3: Rivers all over again. We got another call. Let's get to it real quick. I don't know who the heck it is. Who is this?
5: I don't know. He didn't want to say it was. Uh, we don't have a name. We're going to take him on there. the other side. Oh, we got to yeah. go to break. Yeah, uh, that's right. what this means, Nick. This means the I other side. I don't know. He pointed at the phone. This is, this is You is like
3: those gonna, those to means Booger Booger we're going to jump. <laughs> <right> Booger <laughs> fingers. <laughs> Look like a kid in third grade. John the Booger Bishop shirt. Just too. picking noses. Stop with the shirt. That means putting Tilly's, it all over the place. I like it. It's like
5: Tilly's threw up on you with that white pocket. You are such a We're
3: going to get to the phone call on the other side. I don't know your hand signals yet.
5: Bits. You do things so,
3: all the time with those hands that I do not pay attention to. Is it 85
5: degrees in there? Why are you sweating so it must much? Be. It's really
3: hot. It's because the boss is standing behind him. He's like, <laughs>
5: don't mess up. Don't mess up.
3: Got to break on time. Don't mess up. Oh, my goodness. Did Josh Rosen hurt his draft stock with his comments to Bleacher Report? That's coming up on the other side As our one big question.
0: With Lucky Land Sluts, you can get lucky just about anywhere.